Yeah, 2-1 on his jersey, playing like he's number one. Best big in the league, and it's no debate. Booze from the haters, point him to the exit. I guess every franchise needs his process. Every franchise needs its own process. Coming down the lane, yeah, watch your head, yeah. We post a every game, yeah, get your Kodak. Once he gets you under the basket, you better just pray. Hit you with the jab, step, knock down, lock from Ben. Get out the way, and one, let the fans know it. Yeah, homie, let the fans know it. Watch the trailer, the three is going in your eye. If you mess, you better get back. Cause if them bees, there won't be a putback. Keep all that trash out of the paint. Cause them bees will put it back in your face. He's a cold blooded killer, and he take no prisoners. Yeah, dump off from TJ. Call it the feed to him, B. Good afternoon, everybody. This is the feed to Embiid Saturday, the 15th, the 16th, I'm sorry, of February. Um, we have a special episode today. It's the All-Star Weekend kicking off with the skills, cha- not the skills challenge, the the celebrity game last night. It was a riveting event and uh, the, the Rising Stars Challenge where there was a ton of defense played. And um, but but it's a special episode. Not because of All-Star Weekend. All-Star Weekend kind of sucks, if we're being honest. It's just a fun little display of pickup basketball. But we do have a special new format for this show. I want to introduce you guys to my new co-host, Mr. Chris Diebler, a.k.a. not Eric Sidewater. Chris, talk hey, to me. What's going on? Uh, my name is Chris. I am Mr. Crockpot on Twitter. I'm a writer for Philly Front Office. and. Yeah, I'm psyched to be here. Let's do this. Awesome, awesome. I love I love the enthusiasm. I love the enthusiasm. I- I'm psyched to be here. Let's do this. Wow, R- riveting, riveting stuff. The energy, the energy's alive on this episode. I can feel it already. I'm I'm yeah, ready to go. We're like three days <laughs> past that last six Celtics game, so I'm feeling good. Yeah, <laughs> I no, I've recovered. I've recovered a little bit from that. I've recovered a little bit from that. Not 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 100, percent but I'm getting there. Um, right. so Chris, tonight we have. At, first of all, first of all, why is it starting at 8 p.m. on a Saturday night? As if we're as if we're going to be any less busy at 7 p.m. or 6 p.m. than 8 p.m. And, and our lives aren't any aren't any less busy at 8 o'clock on a Saturday. It's the worst time to start the events. I mean, this is you know the NBA just continues to shit on the Sixers. You know, there's nothing new from being an East Coast fan. You know, yeah. where it's like a, a big event, you know, it's part of being a sports fan is, you know, having to stay up through these games. It's ridiculous. Come on. The West Coast gets all the good stuff. Can you imagine like working till like five and, oh, there's a there's a game on or something. That'd be perfect. But it would, it would, yeah, it would be great. But in a way, it would also kind of suck because you're getting out of work right at five and you're like, damn, there's a game on, and I'm like driving home right now. Yeah, right. Well, I'm I'm 34, so you know, I, you know, I'd much rather head straight to the bar, watch the game with with some friends, get a few drinks, go home. Get, you know, it's like nine o'clock, perfect. <laughs> go to bed, <laughs> and you're, you're yeah. ready for work the next morning. I mean, that's that's like ideal, right? Well, except you're gonna have you know. You're gonna have diapers to change soon. You're gonna have, you know, you're you're, you're gonna you're gonna have the, the the middle of the night crying. So really, that nine p.m. is gonna become like seven p.m., and that bar is gonna be long out of the picture. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. 
Um, but anyway, they, they decide to, to screw everything up with, with the Taco Bell Skills Challenge at 8 o'clock on a Saturday. Um, the participants are Mike Conley, Luka Doncic, De'Aaron Fox, Nikola Jokic, Kyle Kuzma, Jason Tatum, Vucevic, and Trey Young. For those of you who can't read um, off the internet, I know it's a difficult skill. Not many of us have that, but you know, I thought I would. I thought I would list out the guests, the, 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 the participants on the events. I gotta say, I don't think for a guy like Jokic, I don't think this builds well for him. It, it's it's a timed event. You're trying to get you're trying to get through it fast. And a guy like him is he's not very fast. He he's quite the opposite of fast, actually. I mean, this is my all my money is on De'Aaron Fox with this. Um, really? Is it really? Okay. So yeah, I think he's had such a really kind of underrated season this year. He's really coming on. I feel I feel like this is like his little bit of a statement for him, um, just to kind of put his name out there. Because uh, he, he plays for the Kings, he, he's not this like super well known. Um, basketball player for the casual fan, but I mean, he he is lightning. You're absolutely right. My thing with him is, I wonder if he's going to shoot well under pressure. He's not a great shooter yet. Um, you know, it, it, it's going to come down to um, probably the wire. Uh, you know, maybe he makes an erroneous pass and it bounces off the top of the of, of the of that that uh, circle, whatever it is, uh-huh. and he has to move a little faster. You know, there's a lot of things that can go wrong for him there, and I think the jump shot might might hurt him if, if, if you get what I'm trying to say. Um, I think Mike Conley is my guy, you know, uh, veteran, calm and collected, very, very polished skills. Um, you know, he'll take his time. He'll execute things well. And I, I see him pulling out of, out of this thing. What I don't want to see is I don't want to see Jason Tatum win it. I really don't want to see that. <laughs> no, no. Are we going to talk about the rising stars game? Yeah. Yeah. No, we can, we can discuss that a little bit. Um, what did he, I, I, I didn't see the box score for that. I walk me through it. What, what did, did you see anything about it? Sure. So I watched the rising stars game and you know, you go back to childhood when you watch all that, all that shit, like the rookie sophomore game back in the nine. Like I, I grew up all, to all that. So I, of course I love it. So, you know, I'm having fun with it. You know, you're, you're just kind of hoping for some nice dunks, all that kind of stuff. And then did you see, Jason Tatum and Ben Simmons walk out on the half court before the second half started. Did you see that interview? Yeah, no. Ben gave like a two word answer, and then Jason Tatum said, "There's no way I'm letting him win MVP." Okay. Uh, full disclaimer: um, Jason Tatum scares the shit out of me. Um, that dude is just cold hearted, cold blooded, whatever you want to call it, and he just always beats us. As soon as that interview was over. I like my my whole viewpoint perspective of the game changed. I was like, <laughs> I'm like on the edge of my seat. Like, come on, Ben, let's go! And like, of course, Jason Tatum just does what he does, and he beats us. Like, it happens. I just I just have a real kind of like uh, insecurity about the whole Jason Tatum thing. He's he's still 17, but God, does he. He always steps up against us. I can't take it. Listen, Jason Tatum is only fourteen. I don't care what anybody says. He's only fourteen, right? I mean, it's like it's 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 like it's like no one's ever heard of a rookie nineteen being able to score a basketball. I mean, imagine that. Um, you know, I, I I think he has some real estate in Ben's head a little bit, but I also think that Ben's a better player. Jason Tatum's had a really step back this year, I think. Uh-huh. Um, and so I I don't worry but i do worry if that if 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 that 
makes sense. I think I think Ben's mentality about it changes, but you know, Tatum's going to be a beast. Um, and you know, I it would just be the worst for 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 my you know for, for my phone if Tatum wins the skills challenge because then I could listen to all my friends gloat about how oh you could have had Jason Tatum in Philly what you gave them up for Markel Fultz and like, like, I I I I can't deal with that anymore. I can't deal with these Celtics fans anymore. I can't do it. They, I mean, but they deserve every right. You know, they, they've been our daddy. And, you know, we're, we're still waiting for the Sixers to kind of, you know, make that statement with the Celtics and the Raptors, for, for that matter. Um, so they, they, they got every right to do that, man. It, it sucks. It really sucks. It's brutal. It is brutal. So, 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 good. so yeah. Good. Yeah. So do you like so, – so, so you like De'Aaron Fox – I'm going with uh, Mike Conley. Let's, m- let's move over to the three-point right. contest. Um, I think this is actually a really fun uh, group of group of players: Devin Booker, Seth Curry, Steph Curry, Danny Green, Joe uh-huh. Harris, Buddy Hield, Lillard, Chris Middleton, Kemba, and Dirk. I don't think Dirk wins it. Um, I mean, cool, is, he, is he going to shoot from a, cool. from a, a wheelchair? I, I don't. I don't know how he's going to do this, but. Um, I, yeah. I tend to, th- I, I think it's going to come down between Steph, Devin Booker, and Buddy Heald. Okay, yeah, I definitely the my, the first guy off off my uh, list here is Buddy Heald. Um, I think that this is kind of his his show right here. Um, yeah, and I I have a soft spot for Chris Middleton too. Um, before we made the Tobias Harris trade, um, that you know Chris Middleton's my guy, and. Uh, I'd like to see him go. I got, I got my eyes on Buddy Heald and Chris Middleton for this thing. See, here's my theory behind that: the all the, the three point shooting contest does not bode well for guys who have a slow release. Uh-huh. So a guy like Middleton, whose release is sort of like two different parts, it's like the rise up and then the actual release. Uh-huh. I, I tend to think this doesn't bode well for him because it's going to take extra time for him to get off his shots. I think he's going to have to rush through it. At the end, and this is his first time doing it. A guy like Devin Booker is experienced. A guy like Steph Curry is experienced in this. Uh, Buddy Hilders has a very quick release. I, 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 you know, that'd be great. What if like Ben Simmons is in this? This would be hilarious. <laughs> uh, I was hoping to see you know a couple threes. Did you see um uh, Joel Embiid's media day today? He did say that he expects Ben uh, Ben Simmons to start shooting up some threes. So in games, yeah, in the game, uh, not not tonight or tomorrow. I mean, but uh, in the and like in actual in actual games, in actual games. So I think it's coming. Oh. Yeah, I mean, you saw the confidence, the little swag from Ben Simmons during that you know practice uh, shoot around. Uh, yeah, I mean, we've seen enough uh, empty gym shooting from Ben Simmons this year pregame. But yeah, uh, I, of course, the first thing I think of at the three point shootout is uh, two thousand four Kyle Korver in those sexy blue Sixers. Oh, uh, with Allen Iverson on the side, like cheering him on. Oh, that was a great contest. He was going ham that that contest. That was a great contest. Yeah. yeah. Um, how did you feel about Markel Fultz in the three point contest? <laughs> oh man, he's got to get on the court first. He's got. Like he's got to change a little, first. A, 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 a little lefty, a little, a little lefty action there. Just like chucking it up in the backboard, hoping for the best. Oh my. Um. So you have Chris Middleton. I'm gonna take. 
This is this 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 is tough. I'm gonna take. Oh, let's go, Buddy Healed. All right, Buddy Healed. Buddy, Buddy Healed's the one. Um, I, I don't know why I think it. I just have a feeling that he's gonna get that little smile. He's gonna, uh, you know, he's 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 gonna get that little Bahamas off in him, and uh, you know, he's gonna have a good contest. That's my feeling. I know I'm probably wrong because, of course, I'm wrong. Um, but that's that's what I'm taking. Cool. Let's move on to the to the slam dunk contest. I hate the new slam dunk contest. How it's a bunch of guys who are like either rookies or are just like no names. Like remember when there was that there was that year where it was like Jeremy Evans and a bunch of guys who you had no idea existed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like what happened to the old Nate Robinson and Dwight Howard contests? Oh, Those were the best. Ah, I don't know about that. I don't know. Like that. Don't don't bring back the nightmares of Nate Robinson versus Andre Iguodala because. I'm really just getting over that. Come on, man. That was a that that was a that was a flawed voting. I mean, I mean, Iguodala won that by a mile. Oh, easily. And he had what? Did he mess up at all during that dunk contest? I don't think so. And by the way, his dunks were probably some of the best dunks you know since probably Vince. So that was so frustrating. That was like, when was that? Probably like 2004, 2005. I don't know, but. Um, that like <laughs> that cost the the slam dunk contest like three years of viewership from me. <laughs> I was like done. I was like I can't handle it. I'm done. I'm out. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a really um, uh, it, that that was such such bullshit. <laughs> Iguodala had that thing won by a mile. It was about the narrative that this like little little um, Nate Robinson does it. Yep. Um, Illusion. A hundred percent collusion and tampering. Let's yep. find everybody. Let's yep. find everybody. Yeah, let's Rashad McCants, find. Yep. Everybody's fine. Um I, who do you like in this dunk contest this year? Uh, of course I'm going Miles Bridges. Um I, I've seen that kid play a lot um in college and that, that kid just gets up. I mean, he's probably his he's got that like second level Vince Carter esque kind of rise. When he jumps, so I'm going with my. Yeah, I oh, John Collins impressed me a lot last night. Um, Hamido Diallo, I have absolutely zero interest in in this contest. If I'm being frank, yeah. Um, I think it's gonna be either DSJ or Miles Bridges. I, I think DSJ has that little pizzazz to him, like you never know exactly what you're gonna get with him. Yeah, I think that bodes well for him here. Because I think he he has this ability to put on something magical and mystical, and we're going to be really shocked by it. Uh-huh. I think I think Bridges has the most power in the in the ridiculous dunks that he can do. Yeah, you saw um, Joel Embiid say that um, DSJ is his guy for the contest tonight. So you know Embiid's a, a smart guy. You know I'm sure he knows maybe something we don't. So maybe maybe DSJ brings the heat tonight. Who knows? Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. Um, all right, so we're going to move over to the All Star Game now. And this is where this is where the real defense is played. I mean, you, we, we we have defensive net rating. That's a great stat, but you never really have seen true defense until you've watched an NBA All Star game. Um, uh-huh. So we have Team LeBron, um, and we have Team Giannis. Obviously, it's not easy to choose who you want to win because, well, it should have been both LeBron and both both Joel and Ben on Giannis, but he 
he was a trader, and he traded um, he traded Ben to LeBron for Westbrook, which is just a disgrace. And mm-hmm. so I, I'm not quite sure who I want to win. I'm okay. probably going to go with Team Giannis because screw LeBron. Um, yes. But who do you think wins? Yeah, I'm definitely Team Giannis. Um, you look at Giannis, you look at Steph, Joel, Paul George. You know, of course, they have Chris Middleton. Um, I mean, this is this is pure pure popcorn. Uh, you know, in terms of watching, um, both teams are just so good <laughs> this year. Um, so I'm going Team Giannis. Yeah, I on the other podcast that I was with on the on the other site, I I the guy was adamantly in, in favor of LeBron because you know you have Kevin, you have James, you have Kyrie, you have Ka- Kawhi. But Giannis might win. Giannis is probably going to win MVP this year. And you have the greatest shooter ever in Steph. He's the best big man in the league right now in Embiid. You have another MVP candidate in PG, and you have you have the second best scorer I think in the NBA right now in Kemba. Um, and then you know the benches are just sort of mediocre. I think. I mean, and we say that, but like they're all star benches. Um, wow. I I think the X factor for LeBron obviously is AD. We'll see what he we'll see what he does. But I think the X factor for 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 Giannis there's there's a bunch of guys. Could be Russ. Could be uh, BG. Could be Blake Griffin. I I I think it's gonna be close. It's gonna be like one of those one seventy four to one sixty eight type games where again oh, okay. tons of defense being played. Tons and tons of you know blocks. The 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 warp yeah. the going to be off the wall. The war plus the spin rate, all of that's going to be outstanding tomorrow. Yeah. Um, if this is if you're a fan of defensive rating, like this is yeah. That. This, this, this 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 is this is everything. I'm I'm going to take Team Giannis. I, I like what Team Giannis has going. I think LeBron's going to be too busy recruiting players to play for the Lakers to actually yeah. care. Um, yeah. And, you know, this is all an elaborate scheme to just get him a big super team. And, ho- and I think he's going to try – that's what I think LeBron's trying to do. I think he's going to try to sort of accidentally book them all a flight to come back to Los Angeles with him. And then he's going to be like, uh-huh. like, like, whoops, my bad. Well, I guess they're Lakers now anyway. So, um, sorry. And then he's going to hope that that works and he can get it by them. And if not, then, you know, it was a good effort. But, you know, we'll, we'll see. we'll see how it goes for him. Um, but screw the Lakers, right? I mean, uh, oh, obviously, yeah. I mean, of course, and Kyrie, you know, I, you know, fuck him. Um, but I gotta go with the the team Giannis because it's it's so hard to go against Ben Simmons. You know, I I can't. I'm gonna be freaking out when he steps on the court. Um, but you gotta go. You know, the team that has Joel Embiid and Russell Westbrook. I mean, that is just that is pure popcorn. Um, stuff right there. I just cannot wait to see their reaction together on the court. Um, I expect at least a few things going on. Did you see Russell Westbrook today during uh, media uh, throw away that question about Joel Embiid? Like, like I don't understand what he thinks he's going to do. Like, like, you're not going to hit your own teammate. You're not going to like, you're, you're not going to be like, you're not going to be like, nah, I'm going to fuck with him on, 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 while he's on my team. Like, are they just going to say they're different? Are they just going to say they're different? They're, they're, they're distance. Are they just going to like become like, like tolerable with each other for an hour? I don't, I don't know how that's going to work, but I hope so, so badly that Embiid goes to throw him a lob up 
and he just takes it himself and then just DMs it. Like like, 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 like off the backboard. And then he comes up behind Russ and just like yams it. Like, like, like that would be, and, he, and then he dunks on his own teammate. Oh, that would be musty TV. Um, uh-huh. I, I pretty glad that, Rep, that Russ doesn't undercut him though and try to kill him. Um, because uh-huh. then he'll, he'll, you know, all of Philadelphia will come and murder him. But, yep. but we, you know, we'll see how that goes. We'll address that when it gets there. Um, let, let's move past the All Star break now because the games began again on Thursday. I think I saw a stat yesterday where it's like there's 400 games left in the season, and um, what is it? It is 30, the 37, 21 right now. So that means 24 of them belong to the Sixers. How do you think the rest of the season shakes out? I mean, you see the, and they have a lot, you know, a lot to work on, no doubt. I mean, they have a lot. Brett Brown still has a lot of the rotations to kind of nail down. Um, I like what I saw from Jimmy Butler getting the ball more. Um, he got a little more point guard um, duties there the last game against the Knicks. Um, but I, you know, you, you got to see the Sixers really, you know, stepping up these last couple months. Um, it sucks that they only play Boston one more time. Ugh. March. I mean, you really, I mean, you really need to see the Sixers kind of make a statement, right? Uh, they don't play the Raptors anymore. Um, they have a game against Oklahoma City. Can't wait. Um, they play at Golden State. Can't wait. But you know, it has all the makings of kind of the run they went on last year. This the schedule is pretty favorable for the Sixers. Um, you know, to, to end. I mean, they have, you look at Atlanta, uh, the Bulls multiple times. Uh, the, uh, the Hawks multiple times, the Nets, ugh. Um, but, you know, the Magic, ugh, please, God, let Markel play. Um, <laughs> how, over, yeah, over or under, how many decibels for the booze that we hear if Markel plays? Oh, man, so I'm a Markel truther, so hopefully none. Oh. Um, it is what it is. You know, I, I just feel bad for the kid. I'm, I'm in that kind of – It's. I'd rather just not talk about it. <laughs> That's where I'm at. Like, it's – it's just like I was a huge Markel fan coming out of college. Uh, I was 100% for the trade. Um, but it's just like a really kind of like a tragedy. Like it's almost like – no, I was going to re- give a really bad comparison. But it was uh, – I'll be rooting for him for sure. I hope that I collapse our lung booing for him so hard. Oh, No. Oh. I am gonna boo him until I can no longer breathe. Why? Because the comments that he made this week were so asinine and out of touch with reality. And you know, like, like in the real world, in the real world, if you if 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 I go to, if I go to work one day and I say, "Oh shit, sorry, I forgot how to create a portfolio," you know what happens? I get canned. I get canned, <laughs> and I'm out in the street with no job. But Markel Fultz's world, where you know, uh, you know, you get babied all your life, you can afford to lie to your boss and forget how to do your job, and then blame your boss when, when you when you when you go to a different firm, you know, it's it it it's the most ridiculous, asinine thing that I've ever seen in my life, and the way that he's carried himself throughout the entire thing, I think, is absurd, disrespectful, and immature. And quite frankly, and you know, I I, I I think I'm a nice guy at heart. I you know I do anything for my people, but I hope that he never figures it out. Oh man, so I mean that he, that's been his shtick, you know, since he's come to Philly. Um, he's 
Yeah. I mean, you're, you're not wrong. Um, and, you know, if a, a, a healthy Markel Fultz changes everything with the Sixers moving forward, and it's just a shame we never got to see what he was. And, you know, I, I wish nothing but for the best for him. So he, he, he's still my guy. All right. Um, I still got a jersey in my closet. Uh, I'm, I'm never going to wear that jersey. <laughs> <laughs> you, but, uh, you might use it one day when, 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 you're, uh, when you're newborn as, as you go to the bathroom and you, you ran out of diapers. You might use it then. But, uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I have a professional love for Markel. That, that will never leave. Uh, well, you know what? I, I respect it. I disagree with it, but I respect it. Um, nice. Now, I, you know, I, I, here's, what I, here's what I wouldn't mind out of the Sixers. You have to avoid Boston at all costs. You have to try as hard as you can to avoid Boston. If that means falling into a four seed, then so be it. Because I, I, I like our chances against Atlanta. Or not, not, I would love to play Atlanta in the first round of the playoffs. Um, but unfortunately, they're, they're 20 games under 500. So they're, they're probably not going to make it. Um, I would love our chances against Indiana. If they were they, they were had a drop for the five seed. For sure. And then I would love to play the Bucks because I think we match up well against them. And I think yep. that Chris Middleton is not really an all-star. It's more along the lines of the team is outstanding because of Giannis. And so we're going to reward them too, because how could you not have two all-stars, but be that good. Um, right. And so I like that matchup. Toronto scares me. Boston petrifies me, but to get to that three or four seed, which I think you would need, I think they got to probably finish around 52, 53, 54 wins. I think ideally, yeah. and I think that they can do this, I think they could probably get to that like 58, 59 mark. You know that that Nets team kind of scares the shit out of me too. That's not like forget the Nets because uh, they, they really gave us problems this year so far. Um, I'm kind of with you on that same boat. Um you know the the Raptors, the Celtics. We just cannot stop that offense, and that, that like just free flow offense is just and spread offense hitting those corner threes. We just we have not been able to stop that um, for I feel like you know since really the process ended. Um, and yeah, the Bucks. You know, if you want to run Giannis on ISO, you know, and that's something that we can definitely stop. Um, I've yeah, let me get. The uh, the Hornets, the Pistons, or the Pacers in the first round, I'll be happy. But uh, can we just like recognize how great it is that um, the East is back? The East is fucking back. Like the East is better than the West this year. It's incredible. Far. And I, I've been like, you know, I, I complain and complain about the Celtics. I secretly also love it. You know, I loved rivalries. You know, I grew up in '90s basketball with the Net or the Knicks and the Bulls, and you know, that's back. You know, it, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have it any other way. Wait, you grew up in, I thought you were 74. No, nah, I was born in 84. No, I thought you were 74 years old. <laughs> old, old man Deebs. Old man Deebs is joining the, joining uh, the show. People are um, going on 74, yeah. Exactly. No, I mean, I turned 74, so then I turned 22. I mean, all I do is sleep now, and I'm like, oh, I don't want to move uh-huh. anything. Um, but I, well, I'm looking at their schedule right now because I have it on my wall, and I see that they have um, Miami, Portland, New Orleans, Oklahoma City, Golden State, Orlando, Chicago, Houston, Indiana, Cleveland, Sacramento, Milwaukee, Charlotte. Charlotte hates us, I'm sure. Um, 
Boston, Atlanta, Orlando, Brooklyn, Minnesota, Dallas, Atlanta, Milwaukee, Chicago, Miami, Chicago. I see a lot of names there that are sub 500 names. And I see a lot of names there that I know and I'm confident that um, that we can we we can beat. I, 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 they gotta at some point break through to Milwaukee because they gotta they can't go into the playoffs one in ten against the uh, you know the cream of the crop in the East. They, they can't do that. It's it's it'll be a joke. Uh-huh. And so you know they're gonna have they're gonna have to beat Milwaukee. They're gonna have to beat Boston once before this season I ends. And so. Right. <laughs> Yeah, what? hopefully you beat them. At, you know, we we won one. Was that the London game? I think that was a London game. We beat them. No, but we lost that game last year. We were up by twenty and lost. Oh, wow. What are we like three and fifteen or something in the last two years against Boston and Toronto? Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. No, that's that's one hundred percent correct. Um, I tend to think that that they can beat Milwaukee. Because I think that Milwaukee's overrated, and I also think that I'm biased, and that I might be overrating the Sixers too. But I think that we have four star level players to their right. one, um, and so I tend to think that we have we, we we shouldn't be slept on there. Oklahoma City should be a win. Golden State on our court on a Saturday night. I like our I like our chances there, um, and. See, I think twenty-one and three is like okay. You're being an idiot, but at the same time, it's like they won they won sixteen in a row without Embiid last right. year, and so now they have three other star level players. So why can't they do that? I need to see them finish around fifty-six wins. Okay. What do you What do you need to see them? Oh uh, yeah, that's right around there. They got the finish strong. My my first um, my eyes go right to that those last ten games. Uh, you look at that. You have the Hawks, the Magic. Um, you have the, the Hawks again. Uh, the Bulls twice. Miami. Like all those teams are going to be tanking. Maybe not Miami, but um, who knows? Maybe Miami does tank. Uh, you never. I don't know what's going on with the, what they're c- kind of trying to do. Um, but yeah, they, they really should be able to finish strong. Uh, Fifty-six wins would be great. Would they win last year? Fifty-two. Uh, Fifty-two. So. I mean that's progress. Um, they're they're definitely set up for a run. I, I'm. It's not the talent on the roster. It's of course the chemistry and it's the lack of ex- execution late in games. You know, that, yeah. they just cannot get over that hurdle. And they have what like twenty some games to get it right. Uh, yeah. So you know, fingers crossed. I think fifty six games should get them what like the um, probably around the three or four seed. Uh, I mean, the Bucks and Raptors already have 43 wins. And I have not looked at their schedule yet, but they're rolling. Uh, yeah. So it's going to be a real bloodbath between the Pacers, Celtics, and Sixers. I think the Pacers will finally drop. Um, they're playing great. You know, major props to them since Oladipo got hurt. Love that guy. Yeah. Um, but it really is that that uh, three, four spot between the Sixers and Celtics. It's going to be so fun. I can't wait. Yeah, I can't wait for the Celtics to lose first round. That'd be great. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm done. Uh, it, it would be outstanding. It would be the best thing that's ever happened to the city of Philadelphia. And that and that includes Super Bowl. That includes Super Bowl. That's like – it's like watching the New England Patriots lose on steroids. Oh, it's, you know it's outstanding. I mean? like, it is outstanding. It is the best feeling when they lose. When, Sh- when, when, when Shandry Lamott 
um, when 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 he uh, buried those threes against them uh, against the Clippers or for the Clippers. Oh my God, rip my heart out. Love it, love it, love that. Yeah. Um, my last question for you I- for this episode is. I in my in my eyes, I spot. I mean, this is going back to the All Stars. I spot at least two players from each conference who I think should not be All Stars, or no, two players from each team. I should say who should not be All Stars. Mm-hmm. Who do you think should not be there, and who do you think got snubbed? Um, I mean, obviously, I disagree with the whole Dwayne Wade and Dirk Nowitzki thing. Can we just get rid of that? Yes, yeah, I mean. I- I mean, that's, that's no good. Yeah. Uh, so who would I think should be not on it? I mean, it, this is a really good all-star um, year for me. I, I mean, I'll, LaMarcus Aldridge, he's got to be on there. I mean, in my opinion, look at the Spurs. They're, they're, yeah. The fact that they're competing is so damn impressive. Yeah. Um, whew. I mean, obviously, Nikola Vucevic. And D'Angelo Russell are the first two that pop up, um, but I mean, the, the who expected the Nets to be as good as they yeah. are? No one. So I, I see it, and yeah, I'll go with Nikola Vucevic for sure. I'm gonna say that Clay Thompson for me should not be there. He, Why? I think he's had a great. You know, he he's had some unbelievable games this year. He does every year, but for a large part, he's had a really bad. He's had a down year for him. And twenty-two points a game is still is great, obviously, but you know, I I think it's sort of that Warriors bias, and I I don't think he should be an All-Star this year, especially when you have guys in the West like Tobias Harris who should have been all, an All-Star. And I'm not saying that I'm not saying yeah. that just because he's a Sixer. I'm saying that because he was averaging twenty-one points a game on incredible efficiency for a team that was an eight seed. Um, obviously, yeah. Wade shouldn't be an All-Star. I look over on the team Giannis, there is no way that Kyle Lowry with 14 points and nine assists per game should be an all-star. That is ridiculous. That is the most asinine thing I've ever heard in my entire life. 14 and nine? Is that a joke? We have guys on – we have, this is just have, have four guys on your team who average better than that, and you're going to give it to him? And uh, What is that? And then uh, Chris Middleton I think is, is – is, eh. I wouldn't have done it, but I can see why. Um, and then Russ. Russ has been, you know, a triple-double triple double average. But it is the most inefficient triple-double in the history of basketball. Oh, yeah. You know my you know my thoughts on Russell Westbrook. I think he's terribly overrated. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think it's just really the NBA giving love to the Toronto Raptors and the Milwaukee Bucks. Because for their, you know, are they, do they have the – What's their record wise? No, Milwaukee. They're tied. I think Milwaukee is like so, forty three and 15, sixteen, and and yeah, I mean the, the NBA giving love to those two teams. They have the two best records in the NBA, yeah. and that's what it is. So I agree, though. I'm not arguing. Yeah, no, it's. I think it's. I think it's. A, I think it's a travesty. I think the Sixers should have four All Stars. I really do. Um, but you know, again, I'm not biased at all. Of course. Um, who would you have put on those rosters instead? I mean, obviously, Tobias Harris would be perfect on the on the East, right there. But I don't know. Who do you think? <sighs> Tobias Harris and Jimmy Butler, I think, should be there. Um, 
I would argue, even though this is even though this is not a well received argument, Devin Booker, even though the team is awful, he's still that team is a wreck. No, they're terrible, but I think he is an unbelievable player. Yeah, and w- and with better pieces around him, I mean, come on, come on, he's going to be unbelievable. Um, Drew Holiday, true, true. So I think those are all those are all viable snubs. Um, well. That's all I have for today. Tomorrow we'll be back with Tom Moore to discuss the uh, the, the team going forward after the All-Star break. Oh, can't yeah. wait. Um, so tell everybody, again, who, what you do, your Twitter names, we can follow you, and uh, you know, give your last words. Sure. So, again, my name is Chris, uh, Mr. Crockpot on Twitter. Um, if you're looking for, like um, – you know, some sound analysis on the Sixers, you know, emotionless um, type of Derek Bodner stuff that you're not, you're not going to get it from me. Um, I'm a heart on my sleeve kind of guy. When you hear me against the Celtics in a loss, you're, you're going to be laughing a lot. Um, So I I write for Philly front office. Um, It's a great group of guys and and girls. Pardon me. Um, Way to go, Chris. Way, Way to go. But yeah, I'm ex- excited to be here. Um, can't wait to you know express my love for the Sixers. That's what it is. You know, I'm a lot. Yeah, that's what it is. Say like, the name. Like, Say I, the name. I probably have missed you know since uh, probably early to mid '90s. Like I've only missed less than five Sixers games in my life. You know, I, I I'm a uh, I'm I'm a lifer. So I I haven't missed the game since 2008. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'm excited. Let's go. Absolutely. All right, Chris. We'll, we will catch you tomorrow with Tom Moore. And uh, thanks for thanks for, for, for making your, your debut today. And thank you to everyone for listening. I'll be back with more Feed to Embiid tomorrow afternoon. I'm Austin Krell, Austin Krell MBA on Twitter. Um, Chris Diebler, Mr. Crockpot on Twitter. And this has been the Feed to Embiid. Thanks, everybody. And so that concludes... Chris Diebler's debut as the co-host of the Feed to Embiid. Um, Before I let you guys go, quick word from our sponsor. Do you like shotgunning beer? If you want to increase your shotgun kind of parties, check out my boys at the King Cobra. The King Cobra is a shotgunning tool that makes the perfect shotgunning hole in under a second. Also a tab puller, vent puncher, and all fits on a keychain. For more information about the King Cobra, check them out on Instagram at the King Cobra Co. That's the King Cobra Co. That's the King Cobra and Cobra spelled with a K. For a 10% discount on all products, enter the code TRUSTTHECOBRA10, all caps, all one word. Pick up yours today. The Feed to Embiid and its name is protected by U.S. copyright laws. Reproduction and distribution without my written permission is prohibited. Copyright the Feed to Embiid 2019. Once again, Chris Diebler, Mr. Crockpot, joins as the regular co-host of the Feed to Embiid beginning today. Um, we we'll back tomorrow with... Tom Moore of the Bucks County Courier. So looking forward to that. And again, thanks for tuning in, everybody. Enjoy enjoy the All-Star events tonight.